Hi everyone, welcome back to the Peace Podcast. I'm Arden, the founder of Peace, and I'm here with Sophie. And today we are going to be reading your love confessions and advice. We asked you to submit voice recordings and written confessions on Google Forms, and we received a bunch, so we're super excited to go over them, give our commentary, kind of expose you guys, even though it's anonymous. But (laughs) yeah, we thought we would just get started, so. Sophie, do you want to read the first confession? Yes, I will. So I'm going to start. So I, like, have a crush on this guy since grade 11, and I am a college student now, so year one. He wasn't in my high school or whatsoever, but he lives in my building. So, like, one day out of nowhere, he started looking at me that time I was in grade 11. And it was so weird because I didn't do anything. Plus, I literally looked like a potato. (laughs) (laughs) He continues looking at me. For example, when I used to go down for a walk, he would just stare at me while he was playing basketball. The weird thing is I literally bumped into him in Mong Kok, and he was with his girlfriend. But he had the audacity to stare at me while he was with his girlfriend. Apparently, I really liked the attention he gave me. So I kind of started having a crush on him. But, like, you guys would think him looking at me is completely normal. But I swear to God, he doesn't just look. He literally stares his eyeballs out. And, like, he would completely turn his his body around just to look at me. And he wouldn't stop staring at me until... I left leave from his site. I am college year one now, and he still looks at me, lol. But he, sh- but he should be loyal to his girlfriend and stop with the stares. So, like, what do you guys think? Is he creepy or what? Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. I don't think staring can really count as cheating on his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But I, in all fairness, I've never seen it, so maybe it is very yeah. creepy. I think it's a little bit sus that he keeps like staring at you like full on like that like either he hates you and he hates your guts and he wants to like murder you or something or he's like madly in love with you I don't know I feel like you should confront him about it Mm -hmm. one day he's staring at you just be like what are you looking at yeah maybe you can have a conversation and you'll get to the bottom of this yes to update us if you ever do that I mean okay wait so I guess he goes to the same college as you then? Like, same college as this person? Hmm. I don't know. I think that this person is from Hong Kong. Oh. So it's a pretty small island, so maybe they just run into each other. Wow. That's like but something out of, like, a guess. rom-com. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is such a funny scenario. But please DM us or, mm-hmm. or email us or something with some updates. We want to know. Yes. What this guy's motives are. Okay, we have another one. It's very short. It just mm-hmm. says, I want my life <laughs> to be a rom-com. And honestly, same. I same. watch a lot of rom-coms, and I always picture myself as a girl, but it's kind of sad because you know how, how not real those are. Yeah, and, like, um, I had, like, a whole phase in, like, middle school where I would just straight up watch rom-coms. Like, that's all I watched. Like, mm-hmm. some of my favorites... I think the first one I watched was Sleepless in Seattle. Have you watched that? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, but it's, like, about this, like, guy, and he's, like, a single dad or something because the mom dies. And then the he has, like, a son, and the son basically, like, goes on to, like, one of those, like, radio shows or whatever. And he's, like, my dad is single. I need a mom or something like that. And then this, like, girl, like, this lady from, like, 
I don't know, the East Coast, like New York or something hears it. And she's like, oh, my God, like this guy sounds totally hot. Because I think the dad also goes on to the radio show afterwards. Right, right. And so he like she chases him. So she goes all the way to like Seattle or something to like chase after him and stuff. And it's like super romantic. And I'm just like, I wish that could happen to me. But (laughs) I just watched Bridget Jones Diary like two days ago. Mm -hmm. And it was really cute, but it was the really? same actor from The Undoing who kind of plays like this dad who was accused of murder. So I kind of had that picture in my mind while mm-hmm. I was watching this super cute rom-com. So kind of mm-hmm. awkward. <laughs> but, but yeah, okay, should we move on? Yes, I'll read the next one. I was in love with my best friend for an entire year. She left and I never got to confess my feelings. And every time we both said love signature in emails, I meant it every time I sent one. My pronouns are she, her, BT dub. Oh, wait. I feel like, oh, that's such a, that's such a sad situation. But yeah, maybe you can call her or like email her. Yeah. Be like. Hey, it doesn't have to end like this. Mm -hmm. I really think you should. If you're best friends, you can definitely like talk to her or something like that. Maybe I think maybe because this person said she left and I never got to come. Like, what do you mean by she left? Like she moved? I I feel like she moved is what I'm getting. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like you should definitely like email or like maybe if you guys like ended on not good terms. I don't know. If they didn't end up on good terms, should yeah. this person still email? Maybe you could write a handwritten letter and like send it by snail mail. That could oh be very God. sincere and cute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like the first person, please update us. We're really curious. Okay, next one. This is advice. So super cliche, but the most important advice I can give is to focus on yourself before you get romantically involved with anyone. I've had so many friends ask for advice on how to find a boyfriend, girlfriend, partner. And my advice is always, if you're out on the mission to find someone, you're not going to. Take the time to learn how to be independent and learn about how to care for yourself before you add someone to the equation. Figure out what you're comfortable with, what you enjoy, etc. Having a significant other won't solve as many problems as you think it will. Don't find a significant other for the clout. Find someone you could genuinely call your best friend. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's super true. You always mm-hmm. hear the saying, like, you can't love anyone else until you love yourself. And I think that's true because if you, like, aren't fully like confident, confident, yeah, like, with... you'll, you'll, like, project your insecurities on the other person. And I feel like it would just be a kind of toxic situation. So I definitely agree with this person. Yeah, like, when you seek, like, validation or, like, love from, like, someone else rather than having, like, loving yourself – I feel like that can be like really toxic mm-hmm. if you just like search constant validation from the other person. This is such facts, even <laughs> though I've never been in a relationship. But <laughs> I, I hear, I heard from this one like Instagram account, and she was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, everyone always says like they're my other half, but you shouldn't like be a half with someone. It should be like two full people like in a relationship oh, together." So I thought that that was, is, that was really smart. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'll move on to the next one. Um, in middle school, my issues with achievement and competition started. I started to believe that no one would love me or want to be friends with me or talk to me if I wasn't better than them at everything. So whenever 
I thought I had a crush on someone. I didn't actually want to be romantically involved with them. All I wanted to do was prove that I was better than them. The crush wasn't actually real. I just had an obsession with trying to prove myself. I started so many bad habits that still haunt me every day. Pushing myself to get perfect scores on everything, crying at night because I wasn't good enough, coming up with crazy ambitious projects to show people I could accomplish something, putting others down not to hurt them but as a survival mechanism. I'm still dealing with this quite a lot to this day, but when I do get just a normal crush on someone now, it's kind of a little triumph. I've at least gotten well enough that I can just love someone. I feel like I can, like, relate to this in a weird way. Where it's just, like, being in a hyper-competitive environment, like, school or something, you're conditioned Mm -hmm. to, like, transfer your academic competitiveness to, like, other aspects of your life, like, relationships or, like, love or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to, like, separate out, kind of, how you're supposed to feel or how you're supposed to act when it's all, like, oh, do well, get good grades. And then you're, like, oh, I have a crush on someone. Like, how do I, like, succeed? But it's not really like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like I can't really relate because it's not that, I mean, I don't know. Right. I feel like it's not that competitive here, but um, I get the, I do relate to the part where it's like, I just want to be like better than everyone else mm-hmm. because it's just like, um, by trying to be better than someone else, like you're just like trying to prove yourself. And I think that also stems with like issues with like not loving yourself. Right, right. So I was like super insecure in middle school. And um, I would just like constantly, I think I already talked about this in like other episodes, but middle school was like an actual hell for me. <laughs> and I was like always kissing up to like all the white girls. And like I was friends with only white girls <laughs> for some reason. And so I was just like seeking validation from them. Because I just thought, like, oh, I'm better than, like, the other Asians who are, like, friends with other Asians. I think the same thing happened with me. Like, you're so insecure about, like, yourself or your intellect or, like, how cool you are. So you try to, like, prove that you're better than, like, your Mm -hmm. friends or classmates, even though, like, there's no competition necessary. But it's, like, who got better grade on that? Like, who's prettier, who's smarter, who's funnier? Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to, like, break that mindset. So I definitely feel for this person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that you're, you're still, you're dealing with it and that you're getting better at, at loving people. So mm-hmm. yeah. Also keep us updated. We want to like hear from everyone. Give us like the, yeah. the one month, one year update. Okay. The next one is so long. Oh, I, I might okay. <laughs> run out of breath. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm really excited about this first sentence. I've been in love before and currently am. For me, the experience has been so positive, and I feel that long-term relationships are in many ways an eye-opening, eye-opening experience about who you are and who you want to be for a potential partner and the traits you value most in one. Our attachment styles and love languages we've curated since we were little can also find ways to manifest themselves in ways we never expected. It's important to remember, especially for the younger listeners, that people shouldn't be expected to change for the person they love. This is why in recent years, some TV shows and movies depict stories where love is not enough to keep a relationship together. You may care for someone or for the idea of someone and never truly appreciate the whole person that they organically are. You may even love specific aspects of a person more than that person as a whole. All of these things will lead to trouble down the road, and it's the reason for the breakdown of a lot of relationships. If you don't love yourself and recognize your own worth, you truly can't extend that to someone else. I know it's been said before, but I'm saying it again for all those people in the back. 
I think the trait I seek out most for in a partner is authenticity. Are they authentic and genuine about who they are and what they stand for? If not, they may need to do some soul searching before pursuing a serious relationship. This is because a lack of authenticity, self-worth, or independence can easily give way to codependency on a partner or other loved one that, that can become very unhealthy for both parties. I have felt this in personal experience and have been on the both sides of the situation, so I'm sending advice out into the universe in hopes that it will resonate with someone out there who may be interested in the idea of love, but who may not be quite ready yet. It's important to ask ourselves, why are we so quick to jump and point out all the flaws in other people's relationships, but refuse to sit with the same issues when it's us who are in love? Although it's an old saying, I found it to be mostly true. Love is blind, and sometimes you don't recognize negative patterns or emotions until way down the road. All of this is to say that we should remain vigilant about having ha healthy relationships with the people we love about our needs, boundaries, and thoughts, and encourage them to do the same. Love is so sweet when you are with the right person, and we should never settle for less than we deserve. Thanks, Peace Podcast, for all you do to rep the community. Peace and love to all who are listening today. Meg. Oh, out of breath. Oh, that was so cute. I know. Thank you so much. I feel like you're so mm -hmm. wise and knowledgeable about, yeah. about love. Like, everything was so, like, well-written um, and just, like, so, like, authentic and, like, precious and ah yes thank you so much for taking the time to write that i mm -hmm. feel like so many people can gain something from your advice yeah i i feel like okay let me look back i the part about like why in recent years some tv shows and movies depict stories where love is not enough to keep a relationship together reminded me of la la land oh yeah yeah like um i saw a tiktok the other day and this girl was like um 99 of my problems could be solved if they changed like the ending of la la land or something like that <laughs> i was like oh my gosh but it's like i don't know i feel like la la land really depicted love and the struggles of love really well mm -hmm. so that just reminded me i feel like so many times like people are in a kind of rough area in their life and they think that everything's going to be solved if they like find a significant other and I feel like mm -hmm. La La Land or, or just like this advice or, or wisdom in general mm -hmm. is just like you can't solve your problems by like finding another person. You really have to like heal yourself before that. Yeah. Put yourself first. Yeah. And then. Be and single. Then, yeah. Being single is cool. <laughs> single. Single Pringle. Is, <laughs> single life is the best. Yes. Um. Uh, where was it? Oh, it's important to ask ourselves why are we so quick to jump and point out all of the flaws in other people's relationships? but refuse to sit with the same issues when it's us who are in love. I feel like that also, like, I mean, that just reminded me of, like, this is kind of, like, um, triggering, but, like, toxic relationships where, like, you know, like, when people are, like, abused, like, mentally and physically, right. but, like, they still don't leave their partner. I feel like that also applies, and it just reminded me of, like, how much, like, love can consume a person and just, like, right. cause them to, like, just not, you know, do what's right for them. Like, you lose all rationality when you're in love. Yeah, which is scary. So that is why you need to, like, know yourself first mm -hmm. before you put yourself out there. I want to learn um, about, like, the, I guess, like, biological reasons for that. Like, why, what yeah. is, like, the chemical of love or, like, why do people act certain <laughs> ways? It's so interesting and like 
Make yeah. it just crazy stuff. Um, okay, I'll move on to the next one. Learn to love yourself before letting someone else love you. Okay. Yes, everyone's <laughs> on the same page. I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, another um, short one. I'd tell my younger self to stop hoping that I had a chance with that straight boy who ju- who was just a little fruity because it was never going to happen. I would have just told him not to fall for straight guys, period. Crying emoji. <laughs> Who's just a little fruity? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm not sure. Uh, does that mean, like, they're gay? I feel like this person w- thought that the straight boy was, like, a little bit gay or something or, like, thought oh. that he had a chance with the straight guy. Um. But yeah, I feel like that's super common of of mm-hmm. wanting or like projecting what you want onto someone else who might not necessarily like feel the same way. And mm-hmm. that can be really hard. I feel like I'm not I'm personally like not gay, mm-hmm. but like I feel like if you were gay, I think that's so difficult to like find like a partner because it's like how do you like ask them like, Hey, are you right, right. like me? Like Yeah. I feel like yeah. Right. I feel like it's hard um, when like straightness is like the the assumption the assumption yeah. yeah okay i've experienced unrequited love but other than that i don't think i have experienced romantic love right now i'm crushing pretty hard on this person who is just so fun to talk to but i'm not sure if it's actually going to go anywhere because neither have of us had shared our feelings with the other person i'm totally okay with this though because i value platonic slash friendship love just as much as romantic love and i have really amazing friends Advice I have for people to increase their self-love is that confidence and loving yourself is a mindset that every person can obtain. Self-love happens when you separate yourself from societal expectations and realize that everything that makes you, you, are human qualities, so you shouldn't dislike yourself for just being human. Um, I really like how (laughs) this person brings up, uh, like, platonic and friendship love. Because that Mm -hmm. hasn't come up before, and that's so true. Like, my friendships are so valuable to me, and it's definitely, like not below romantic love it's not like a hierarchical thing so true and yeah like the self-love thing again just like trying to separate yourself I think it's really hard at least for me to like love myself Mm -hmm. especially because of like all those like expectations like some days I don't know about you but like sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like okay right okay you look you look good today but then other days I'm just like ugh. I can't even look at myself me in the too me too so and it's crazy the way you see yourself and it's like I'd probably like another person would be like you look exactly the same on these two days and like yeah for me I'm like no you you don't understand like I it's completely what I look horrible yeah so like do you have any advice on like trying to like fix that mindset I think the the easiest thing is just to like I don't know if this is addressing it though but like stop looking in the mirror, stop, like, looking at yourself in your phone, mm-hmm. and you have to think about, like, how important your appearance is based on the things that you, like, do every day, so it's, like, mm-hmm. is the way that, like, my face or body looks important today, or, like, what can I do, like, mm-hmm. can I read or write or paint, and I don't know, just focusing on, like, what you can do for yourself other than, like, your appearance. Yeah, like, what you consume, not just, like, food, but, like, media, too, like, on Instagram, if you're following, like, all these, like, influencers that are, like, not necessarily, like, bad, but they're not, like, good for your mental health, you should maybe, like, unfollow them, and then, like, I guess, like, what you said, like, doing stuff that makes you feel good and, like, projecting that 
out into the universe like manifestation where it's like you put it out it then just like fake it till you make it like tell yourself that you're beautiful and then you know yeah you'll actually start believing it just write (laughs) write down like positive thoughts too and then you can read it Mm -hmm. like sometimes when I'm feeling pretty confident I'll write down how I'm feeling and then you can look back on it when you're not feeling so great another day and it really helps Mm -hmm. because it's like you saying it like you wouldn't lie to yourself so so true like journaling Mm -hmm. and stuff I know especially like I feel like I find it really hard when I'm upset to like tell myself that I look good or like you know like be happy because it's just like uh like I'm really upset but then that's like such good advice like when you feel good about yourself like write it down and then you can like re-experience that feeling right exactly, exactly. Read it back. well that was our last um, <laughs> confession <laughs> that was really fun I wish we I wish we could yeah. do this more I feel like we should do it again sometime with some updates from um, people. okay great. the first one is um, have you ever been in love how did it feel was it a positive <laughs> experience or a negative experience I feel like I've never been in love like I've had like I don't know like certain I don't know certain experiences but I've never like had that aha love moment yeah but I don't even know like how you're supposed to feel when you're in love. like are you supposed to be like but I so like I I don't feel like it's not like oh one day you're not in love and then one day you are I think it's like happens really slowly over the course of like a bunch of moments Mm -hmm. with like a certain person but also I feel like when you're in love you're like pretty sure of it so that's why I don't think I have mm-hmm. me either. <laughs> um, how do you deal with heartbreak? I, I mean, feel like the only thing I can't say that can heal heartbreak is time. Like you can definitely you can, like talk to your friends or your parents or like journal and listen to music and stuff like that. But honestly, like time heals all, and I I really like mm-hmm. stand by that. Yeah, like listening to music oh my gosh I told my friend the other day I was like I want to be in a relationship and then have the guy like break up or like I break mm-hmm. up with him to listen to like Taylor yeah, Swift no, songs yeah. to get I over totally it get like I just want that experience but yeah definitely like listening to music crying it out sometimes right crying yeah crying is, is, so, is so great <laughs> and then I think you're you're watching Gilmore Girls right mm-hmm. now right that's like one of my most favorite shows have you gotten to the episode wait I'm, I just started season three. I don't know. And right now, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, this might be a spoiler, but, like, not really. Rory's, like, in between Jeff and Dean right now. That reminds me of, like, another <laughs> thing. I think I watched, like, a video and, like, this girl was, like, she read out, like, a quote and it was, like, um, you could have, like, a peach and, like, you could, like, ask, like, a hundred people, like, if they liked it or not. And not everyone's going to be, like, oh, yeah, I like this right. peach. And that's, like, the same way with, like, relationships. Like, not everyone is going to, like, like you. And it's not your fault. It's theirs, kind of. Not really. But it's just, like, a preference, right, right. you know. So definitely agree with that. Um, advice I would have, like, to myself would also be to just, like, um, yeah, like, not – don't be, like, ashamed of yourself and, like, be confident in yourself because like oftentimes in relationships I feel like I put up a Mm -hmm. front sometimes with people and I'm just like because like I'm like scared like they won't like me as like who I am and so like just like don't fake that because it's toxic and not good Mm -hmm. for you and the one person like who you're who's gonna love you or whatever like they're gonna love your authentic Mm -hmm. self so you might as well present that okay (laughs) um 
What are some struggles you've encountered in a relationship and how did you overcome it? Um, I guess in like a really vague way, like if two people aren't on the same page of like where the relationship wants to go, like you have to communicate that because mm-hmm. one person could be like, oh, I want to be like boyfriend, girlfriend and be super serious. And the other person like might not be ready for that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just like achieving that balance and, and really like telling the other person what you want. Definitely. And like setting up like right, boundaries right. and like setting them and being like, this makes me uncomfortable. This is comfortable with me. Um, I feel like uh, struggles in relationship. This is not like romantic, but like with like my mm-hmm. mom, sometimes we have like different contrasting views and we come from like different backgrounds because she's like an immigrant and I grew up in America. So different like values and like backgrounds and stuff. Um definitely like communicating with her and like talking it out with her has helped our relationship Mm -hmm. so much and stuff and sometimes that can lead to arguments but I feel like arguments are better than just like talking and like ignoring the person. I think communication is really like the heart of any relationship like Mm -hmm. romantic platonic familial like whatever. Mm -hmm. What are the types of love you've experienced? I, I just saw this TikTok by a singer I really like, Mom the Tour, and she was like, there aren't all these kinds of love. Like, there's one kind of love and that, like, encompasses everything and, like, the love you feel from your friend or significant other or, like, your parent. Like, it's all the same kind of feeling. So I don't know how I feel about that. Like, mm. I kind of see how that could be true. That's really yeah. beautiful. I should listen I, yeah, to her songs. I love her music so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely – I haven't, like, experienced, like, romantic love, but, like, definitely, like, platonic and, like, the love I feel for right. my friends. I'm really grateful. And, yeah, like, family love and stuff, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay. Um, advice on self I feel like we kind of covered that. Okay. <laughs> um, any funny stories about past relationships, sad stories, crazy ex stories? Um, I don't know. My mom is gonna listen to this, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't have to say anything if you don't. Yeah, want to. okay. Maybe we'll skip it. Maybe another day. Yeah, maybe okay. another day. Uh, what is your ideal date traits you seek in people in a relationship? Hmm. Okay, ideal date. I don't know. Uh, do you have one? I feel like I have to think a little bit. Mm, I feel like definitely not a movie date. Definitely I not. Yeah, movies. and I'd be too intimidated to do like a dinner date. So I feel yeah. like an activity, like something where you're like doing something together. Yes. So if there's like awkward pauses in uh-huh. conversation, you like can like focus on like the thing you're doing. Yes, I think. Um... Painting? No, painting Doing would be cute. Art I feel together? like cooking or baking would be cute. Even yeah. like going on a bike ride or something. Oh my god. Grocery Honestly, yeah, shopping. Yeah, COVID times, like get a mask. We're going to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I think that would be so cute. Yeah, I definitely can't do like movie dates, dinner dates. I like am self-conscious same, about the same. way that sounds <laughs> Actually horrible. So, mm-hmm. And then, like, traits you seek in people in a relationship. I think, like, confidence but not cockiness and just, like, security in themselves. I'm really opposed to, like, clinginess in people. So, like, I guess, like, Mm, appreciating boundaries and stuff like that. Definitely. Clinginess, like, Dean from Gilmore Girls. Oh, no. He is so clean and, like, controlling of, like, Rory. And I'm just like, uh. Um... 
Um, but traits I seek in people, definitely, like, empathy and, like, having an understanding of, like, each other. Um, communication, I feel like, is really important because I overthink everything (laughs) I do, everything I say. So I feel like having that, like, reassurance and, like, communicating with each other is definitely important. And, like, I feel like humor might be because yeah like maybe like an extrovert because like I'm very much like introverted even though I like talk (laughs) a lot (laughs) more more introverted so like having the other person like balance yeah yeah I definitely agree with that too like opposites attract and stuff like that what are red Um, flags for you in a relationship I guess we kind of said clinginess already and like being controlling clinginess yeah um yeah like opposite like of communication right, is right. like lack of communication I think like jealousy also. um like that can like stem from their jealousy and yeah and like being like immature yeah. I guess like I don't like people that have like I guess we said like humor is something I like seek in people but I don't like it when like <laughs> boys like make like dumb jokes are yeah, like, kind of like offensive definitely. like that's like a huge yeah we want to like no and like sense but... of humor like a wittiness <laughs> I feel like not yeah like not being cocky and like I, I I so many boys in my school like to like m- like explain stuff to me. I think there's like a word for yeah. it, like mansplain yeah that is horrible and like I remember in my AP world, like, breakout room, I was, like, put with all boys and stuff. And I was, like, okay, guys, like, let's let's do the activity. And, like, they would just cut me yeah, off. Yeah, no toxic was, masculinity. Like, okay. Yeah. None of okay, that. Okay, last question. How do you define love? What does love mean to you? That's so hard. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, I remember I read this book in, like sixth grade or something I think it's called like Mm -hmm. goodbye stranger um but I think in the story uh the girl there was like it was like set during like valentine's day really weird but anyways um and the activity was like in the story was like um for you to define love and the main character she was like she defined love as like when you like someone too much that you can't call it like anymore you have to call it love so that's how I would do Yeah, it. I feel like it's just, like, <laughs> caring for someone, like, wanting the best for people, like, feeling a connection. I don't know. I don't know if there's really a definition, mm-hmm. but you can definitely feel it. Yeah, and, like, I feel like experiences, like, the little experiences, and it doesn't even have to be, like, people. I feel like objects and things that bring you love is just, yeah, like, that warm yeah, feeling for sure. that it brings you. Hi everyone, this is Editing Sophie here and I realized that Art and I totally forgot to do a transition into the audio message confessions that we received. So this is just me cueing the transition. Um, the following will be audio messages that we've received from peace members and also peace followers of love, confessions, and advice. Um, I hope you enjoy! My favorite quote when it comes to love is what RuPaul says at the end of every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? 
And that means so much to me. Love exists in so many shape-shifting forms for us. Love exists within relationships and animals and things and nature. But self-love has an almost higher precedent because with self-love comes self-acceptance. And when you yourself are not feeling that love from within, how can you expect to be giving it out to the world? When you give it out without actually loving yourself, it's not as pure, it's not as organic, it's not as real. And when you have self-love and self-acceptance, you know that the energy you're putting out into the universe is going to be that. It's going to be pure and it's going to be wholesome and fulfilling. Self-love is not caring about what others say and putting yourself first in the most selfishly non-selfish way. It's putting your mental health above all else. Self-love comes from this idea of letting yourself go and be who you are and be who you are whenever you want to be. Self-love allows you to give yourself the benefit of the doubt. It allows you to feel upset when you're feeling upset and feel okay when you're feeling okay. Self-love is a way of picking yourself up and putting yourself back into the universe to do some good, to do to make a positive change. And all of that comes from within. And that's why I think self-love is the most important kind of love to exist. Before I met you... I don't believe in things like soulmates or true love because I don't think that's real. But on the day that I met you for the first time, I've never felt that feeling before. And to this day, that feeling grows stronger and stronger. You are very different compared to people that I've met before, people that have promised me things before, and you came true. You came true with everything that you've promised. You've said everything that you wanted to do and make it into a reality, and I'm very grateful for that. And that's why I love you. I think the best advice to my younger self would be to not expect my first love to be true love or my second or my third. Um, as beautiful as books and stories are, they're not necessarily realistic when it comes to the process of finding and falling in love. And I think... Um, it's important to set high expectations for who you want to spend your life with. And because you hold high expectations, you need to understand that not everyone will meet them. And that's not your fault. So you need to love who you are and accept who you are and your high standards. So then that allows you to be comfortable with finding people to love and cherish. Hi, um, I had a messy and toxic relationship that ended in 2020. And some advice I can give is that you are not going to be able to truly love another person until you truly 
love yourself and have confidence in yourself. You're not going to be able to love someone else if you can't love yourself. I also wanted to say that um, if you're young, focus on yourself. Love seems fun when you're young. Everyone seems to be dating. But nothing beats loving yourself at a young age in order to be confident when you're older and finally find someone that you would like to settle down with. If you are interested if you are interested in dating, here are some tips and red flags for you. First, learn what gaslighting and manipulating is. Make sure you can spot it because that tends to happen a lot in relationships and people's hearts get broken. People get used and mistreated and even abused. So definitely learn what gaslighting is. Other red flags would be not respecting your boundaries. If they do something that oversteps your boundaries even just a little bit, I would not recommend dating. I would not recommend dating that person because if they don't respect your boundaries, like who knows what else they're going to do. I don't, yeah. This is for younger people who are trying to date. Um some advice would be to be very careful about my Oh, what was that? Okay, my advice would be to be very careful about the age group that you're dating within. If you're, let's say, 13 to 17, I would not recommend dating anyone over a year or a or year or two. And two is a stretch. Over a year older than you or younger than you. It's for your own safety. It can be extremely dangerous when you're a kid because as you, when you're a kid, it's you're you're extremely vulnerable to manipulation. Some self-love tips I have is to take yourself out on dates. Take yourself to do something fun, obviously safe because you know we're in a pandemic. Yeah, definitely take yourself out on dates and treat yourself every once in a while. I would also recommend focusing on school or your career. And I would also recommend that you um, get ready every day. And what I mean by that is getting ready like you're going out. Look nice for yourself. Look good for yourself. I also recommend discovering new music, discovering new hobbies, and setting small and achievable goals. I think a huge thing to look out for in relationships is when your partner may be gaslighting you. Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation that makes you feel, I'm sorry, that makes you question the validity of your feelings and experience. Some examples are your partner saying things like, you're too sensitive, you can't take a joke, I never said that, you're being crazy. 
or if they make you confused about something that you remember or and definitely look out for when partners are invalidating your own feelings or making you confused about your own experience your feelings are valid and a good partner will never invalidate you always remember that apologies without change is emotional manipulation and what i mean by that is actions are louder than words someone can apologize hundreds of times relentlessly completely convincing you that they will change come up with a plan of how they're going to change but until you see that they're actually making an effort into actively doing what they promised when they were apologizing then their apology is not a real apology I think it's really important to address self-love in the month of February and Valentine's Day. Most of the time when people are lonely or they aren't in a relationship, they feel like there's something wrong with them because it is the literal month of love. But I think it's the exact opposite and I think it's an opportunity to find a way to love yourself. For me, it's been a long journey and I completely understand why self-love is so difficult because our society creates so many hard expectations and standards for young women and just um, everyone in general to live up to. For self-love, I think it's really important to just keep it simple and to take it one day at a time. When I was really down, one of my friends told me to go to my nearest mirror, look at myself, and just say I love you. I think I would tell my younger self to slow the heck down. Relationships are not competitions, so stop treating them like they're one. You don't need to have a boyfriend every year. You don't have to only like white boys. And if he's rushing you into things you're not ready for, then he's not right for you. Cherish the genuine moments and love yourself before you give your love to others. Also, two more things. One, learn to let things go. If it's not meant to be, then it's not meant to be. And two, it's okay to like girls too. It's also really important to talk about heartbreaks when it comes to friendship breakups. You're close with this person for so long, so when something takes all of those fond memories and feelings down, no matter how petty or catastrophic, it hurts. You've shared secrets and firsts, but you have to remember that everything happens for a reason. Be thankful for the positive impact they've made and reflect on how your heart feels right now. Hold your friends and hold yourself closer. You'll get through it. It'll be okay.